Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, everything's set. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be this weekend. Tons of great specials. Same parlay, bet and get live, bet and get. Football squares game. You can win up to 10000 in bonus money. The house specials, full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Uncle Sal in demand. Our pal, your pal, Sal Palantonio, ESPN Radio, joins us now to talk Super Bowl and the Philly perspective. Appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, what what do you think uh, we're at with, with Hertz and Lane <laughs> Johnson from a health health standpoint. Uh, I, know, I love the way you guys get right to the news. It's beautiful. But let me give you a little sidebar. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in radio. I'm on radio road Tuesday morning here. I'm here in Phoenix, and, and a, a very nice gentleman comes up to me, and he goes, I'm from Beeson, and I just want to tell you thank you, Uncle Sal, for your support of Beeson and how much you love what we do. And I said, I love what you do. Yeah. But I really love Mitch and Paulie. Paulie and Mitch are my guys now. So he wow. loves that. I love that. Jeez. He loves that. <laughs> so, That's so, big. That's huge. Know, yeah. Thank you, sir. No, no, yeah, you know, you guys do it right. You know, you do it right. You do it smart, you know. And uh, I always tell people, well, listen to me on decent because, uh, you know, hey, not for nothing. You got to follow the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we yeah. more money on the table. Yeah. Got to have more money on the table. What is, uh, how yeah. you how yeah. you feeling so about Hertz? So I mean, what, how do you go yeah. ahead? Yeah. yeah. So let's get right to yeah, let's get right to your question because yeah. it is the I'm, I'm, you know there's conflicting things out there. You hear different things and people are saying different things and everybody's got an inside job on on what's what's really going on with Jalen Hurts. Well, let me tell you though, the overwhelming evidence is that he's fine. In terms of okay. what he what he needs to do to perform in this game, now I, I I know the numbers right. He is four of twelve since the shoulder injury on passes of fifteen yards or more. I, I know that. So he's been working through it, but you got to remember he's had two weeks since the championship game. He's still getting treatment. They're still talking about the shoulder. Uh, as if it's still getting better, because it probably is still getting better. What he had is he had a slight tear in the ligament that connects the shoulder blade to the sternum. And every athlete will tell you it's you can't surgically repair it, and the only thing you can do is have it heal through time. 
and you can re-aggravate it very easily. You know, and when, when you, listen, when you're playing professional tackle football, this just in, you're going to re-aggravate it. I, I don't care how much, you know, you say, well, I'm landing on my left shoulder, I'm running out of bounds, I'm, I'm, I'm sliding early. You, you're going to take hits. You're going to take hits. So um, if they run the football, guys, like they did against San Francisco, you know, Jalen Hurts could play with one arm. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, Jalen Hurts yeah. could play with one oh. arm. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of talk, obviously, deservedly so, Sal, about the Eagles in the trenches. Tremendous offensive line, awesome front four, and the way that they can rotate guys, the depth they have at defensive <clears> line, <throat> is phenomenal. However, I think one of the most underrated parts of this game and the most one of the units not getting enough credit is the Chiefs' offensive line. It's a solid unit. In fact, I'm looking at the numbers right now. They only allowed 26 sacks on the season with an adjusted sack rate of 4.8%, which is the fifth best number in the entire league. What if that Eagles pass rush, which was dynamite this year, the best in football, what if they can't put pressure on Mahomes? Well, they had the number one pass block win rate in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, the Chiefs, their offensive line. Number one pass block win rate. So, you know, the way teams that have gotten to Mahomes historically in his three playoff losses are with pressure with four and five guys. But I think this offensive line is better than the offensive lines that Mahomes has had in the postseason. I agree mm-hmm. with you 100%. Mm-hmm. So the way to get to Mahomes is get him off the field. Keep him off the field. You got to play keep away. His three, his three playoff losses. Look at the numbers. His three playoff losses, gentlemen. He lost the time of possession in all three. The uh, the 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 opposite offense played keep away from Patrick Mahomes. So I asked Nick Sirianni this very question. That's why you guys are so smart. I asked Nick Sirianni last night this very question. Do you have to play keep away from Patrick Mahomes? And you can tell yeah. that he's been thinking about it because he said, yeah, you want to play keep away, but you also want to score points and stay on the field on third down. So if they do that, right, if they do that, then the opportunity to get to Mahomes because Mahomes will be playing from behind will be greater, and that will put him more in harm's way. If they don't, let's say the Eagles have difficulty running the ball. Let's say the Eagles get behind early. The Eagles are dead. They're dead. It's not, oh. Yeah. Dead. yeah. Yeah. That is A-plus reporting out of you. Absolutely. No doubt about That's it. That's why I'm on your show. So, <laughs> so well, the, the other thing you here, too. You don't, bring, I think, you, don't bring any Joey, you don't bring any Joey bag of donuts on the show. You got Uncle Sal. Come on. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think they have a coaching edge with Philly because I know hey, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Tape that. Have your producer tape your tape that right there. You don't bring any Joey bag of donuts on the show. You got Uncle Sal. Come on. No. <laughs> Come on. We don't screw around. Yeah, yeah you're go. in demand. So I'm I'm going to go four downs. I'm going for it on my own 34. I don't care. I'm Sirianni. I'm aggressive. This I'm not treating this any differently than I did the first 19 games. I love it. What, was, what do you think of the coaching edge for Philly if they have one and being aggressive? And what was it like when he took the job about with that awkward press conference opener when he was introduced? Yeah, it was awkward for sure, 100%. But people were before that even – you know, people were like, Nick Sirianni, who is that? Because mm-hmm. the Eagles were the only team that interviewed Nick Sirianni for the head coaching job when they fired Doug Peterson. So you fire the guy who won the franchise's only Super Bowl title. Fire him. <clears throat> so there's the cataclysmic shock of that. And then you compound that with hiring a guy that nobody's heard of, that nobody else interviewed. It took a while for people mm-hmm. to get used to Nick Sirianni. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had to win people over. Do you like the, the aggressive approach and going forward at his own 34 and what he's done all year and, and, and the, what they run with the push or with fourth down in the short yardage situation and well, as well that can be an edge and something they use and exploit in the Super Bowl? Sure, I do. <clears throat> I like that. But, you know, 
I think the number one thing that the Eagles have to do in this game, team-wise, there's, there's three things. Number one, run the ball effectively, and they've been very good at that. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs are a poor run defense. Poor. They're bottom ten. <clears throat> so in many, in many, when you just watch them on film, they're just not very good. I think you can run on them, and I think you will. Um, and so I think the superior offensive line of the Eagles is a big, big, big outlier. N- number two, the big outlier for the Chiefs is Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis Kelsey has – so Jerry Rice is number one in postseason catches and postseason receiving yards, number one. Number two is Travis Kelsey. You, 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 you yeah, got to have a plan. Yeah. you got, you got to have a plan to cover him. You got to have a plan to cover him. Whatever it is, I don't care. And and the the problem is when you get too aggressive in covering him, you get these these holding calls. You know, defensive holding calls, and those are killers because he's so hard yep. and so elusive. And you know, it's follow the. Mo- oh. Go ahead. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, those are the two things right there. Okay. Follow the money here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Wrapping it up here with Sal Palantonio from ESPN. Uncle Sal, we have about two minutes left here. Um, so give us then your That's prediction for the game. Friday before the Super Bowl. You don't Do, have two hours for me? Come on. It, two hours if you made it to Radio Row today, but, you know, on the phone here. Come on. Um, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> predi- pr- prediction for the game, final score, and I'm who a, wins a, the I'm MVP? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to go. Here's what I'm going to go. Prediction for the game. Lock it in. It'll be it'll be thirty to twenty three in the fourth quarter with Mahomes having the ball, a chance to tie the score, and the Eagles will stop him and win the game thirty to twenty three. Wow. Okay. And the and the MVP of the game will be Hassan Reddick. Hassan oh! Reddick with that score. With that score. Wow. So All right. The, the, Fifty to one. Let's go a little bit deeper here. Does he get the final sack of the game to end the drive for the Chiefs? <laughs> put, come on, put your name on I'm it. Not, hey, hey, listen, hey, listen. I'm I am Uncle Sal. I'm not Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. <laughs> You're a paisan. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I think I think it's too it's too juicy and too and too too much poetic justice. And it's too good to be true. That's why it'll happen. All right. You're the best. Thanks so much for the time uh, in the playoffs here and today as well. Enjoy the rest of the week. I'm sure it's not too crazy for you as a guy who's been in Philadelphia forever and you have who knows how many family members and friends back there who are Eagles fans. No, uh, we were at Ron Jarosky's cigar party last night. You know, like 2,000 of my – it was a block party. 2,000 of my friends from Uh. Philly showed up. It was was crazy. But uh, I apologize. If we're not getting a radio row, if you guys had a helicopter to get me to downtown Phoenix, then I might be able to play. Is that is that in the Visa budget? Is that in the Visa budget? I th- we're getting yeah. yeah not, they're saying next year it is. Next so year. we'll get you there when you're in that, Vegas right? next year. Yeah. Listen, when I'm in Vegas yeah. next year, I'll come out the radio row and talk to you guys. How's that? Very cool. No, no never apologize. Uh, thanks for the time again, pal. We appreciate it. You got it. There you go. Sal Palantonio. How about okay. the prediction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted him to go one more. One more on that. <laughs> not, a, not about everything. That's part of the Philadelphia side. Let's get the Chiefs side next. Seren Petro, WHT Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Thank you, Godfather. We roll on Sunday. We won't be doing the night show. First time in four years. We'll be on during the morning. Lombardi line kicks it off. We follow. Numbers game. Brent Musburger countdown to kickoff. Live bet tonight. And to get the guide as well. And everything we have to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Intro offer of only $9.99 today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And uh, we hit it hard. Big game show lineup on Sunday here on VEASAN. We will connect with uh, Sarem Petro from WHB Sports Radio in Kansas City coming up in a few moments. We'll ask him about this, too. Uh, uh, the numbers I'm seeing right now on Andy Reid off of a bye, 28-4 and four straight up off the bye. Huge. So you, you have to include this as yeah. part of that, yeah, right? Yeah, you have to, yeah. It counts. And you, like, that yeah. in, included in right. that off the bye would be the win over Jacksonville. They didn't cover that game, right. but he also has very good numbers covering games ATS off the bye on top of it. Yep. Didn't work out against Tampa, uh, but you, certainly that that's you have to factor that in. Yeah. That's big. Uh, Seren Petro does join us right now, 810 WHB Sports Radio in Kansas City. Seren, uh, I know that you guys have probably talked about that ad nauseum on your show in that city, but uh, what do you think makes him so good off the bye? Again, I, I'm seeing 28-4 and four now if you include the postseason. You know, I, I think Andy Reid's probably as good at maximizing uh, his – you know, the time he's got at hand as anybody out there. I think probably the most underrated part of his his repertoire and, and I think why his uh, assistant coaches have been successful is his 12-month calendar, I think, is as good as anybody's. I don't think anybody gets more out of the offseason uh, than, than Andy Reid does. His offenses always take a leap. Whatever's been thrown at him for the past year, he's now got all the answers for. And I think it's true just on a smaller scale when you get down to just, you know, adding that extra week. He knows how to use that time. He knows how much rest to give his coaches. I know they always uh, talk about how they enjoy the extra sleep so he, he clearly gives some guys some time to recharge it's not just a matter of like working every second that's there so he, he just has a really good balance on how to manage his people interesting uh where are we at with the health of the wide receivers uh, questionable would be what I would say. I mean, they're they're you know still talking about Kadarius Tony. He's out on the practice field. They're, they're you know and and early in the week to begin last week, I remember the first press conference Andy had. He said Kadarius Tony is really close and Juju Smith Schuster is in a good place, which made me think that Juju was behind Kadarius Tony. And so the fact that we're still talking about it, uh-huh. I, I think, is a little bit scary. Um, you know, is it is it just you know are they going to play? Yes, but, uh, you know, last time against the Bengals, the Chiefs got into a spot where, okay, it's great that, you know, Juju said he could go, so they put him out there. There's nothing worse than going out there, giving it a go, and then a guy sitting down, and now you've lost that roster spot because they had Justin Watson uh, sitting on the sideline inactive, and, and they really could have used him last time. So I, I think that is kind of an underrated thing that's not being discussed. Uh, for motivation, Juju Smith-Schuster gets a million dollars if the Chiefs win, and he plays more than 50% of the snaps. So there's motivation for him to get out there, and, that's, and he had the same exact thing last week uh, in his contract on the AFC Championship game. So did he go out there trying to get a payday when he shouldn't have been out there and ended up hurting his team? I think it's something to keep an eye on. Huh. Wow, that's a great answer. Yeah. That is good info. Uh, what do, you, do you think they'll be able to get the rushing attack going and your level of concern with the Philadelphia D-line? Um, you know, I think you're concerned. I think they're very good. Um, I, I think that there's a little bit of, um, you know, maybe – 
in inflated value uh, based upon how they played some of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, they really only played two top-shelf quarterbacks, and Aaron Rodgers put 33 on them in a losing effort, and Dak Prescott hung 40 and beat them. Otherwise, you know, I think that's one of the more underreported things. You look at the caliber of quarterbacks that they faced, the number of backups, the Tyler Heineke's, yeah. Matt Ryan's, Carson Wentz. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a pretty easy go. So are they good? Yeah, they're very good. They're very deep. But I think the 70 sacks are, are a little bit of an inflation. The Chiefs were second in sacks with 55. Uh, I think that's a little bit underreported. And when you talk about the offensive lines, mm. you know, the Eagles' offensive line gets all this love. Well, they allowed 44 sacks. This Chiefs' offensive line allowed 26. So is it going to be – are the Eagles going to have some wins? Yes. Is Patrick Mahomes going to go down on this game? Yeah, I think there's no doubt. He's not getting out of there with a, with a clean uniform. But, but I think the, the Chiefs' ability to handle that rush is better than maybe some people are painting it. I'm glad you brought that up because uh-huh. we kicked that around with Sal Palantonio in the previous segment as well. Like that's being just under discussed in my opinion, how the Chiefs offensive line is very good and everybody's like, no, Eagles D-line, they're going to win and they're going to have a bunch of sacks. Okay, well, we'll, we'll find out coming up on Sunday, I guess, if that's going to be accurate. What are your thoughts? You, and you cover all the gambling stuff as well. What are your thoughts on where the game opened? Chiefs minus two and a half. Uh, now, what, 13, 12 days ago on that Sunday night after the uh, championship games, and then quickly surrender, how it moved. It went all the way down to pick them, then Eagles minus one, one and a half, all the way to two and a half. What was your thought on that move and where it sits right now? I think, you know, and I remember talking about this uh, with my buddy Eric Eager uh, from Sumer Sports. He used to be with PFF, and, and he, you know, yep. watches the line. And, and he mentioned, you know, against the Bengals, he thought that they were basically trying to, you know, get money one direction because they thought it was going to come on the Chiefs uh, late. That that's, that's what they wanted, and they wanted to get some money banked. I, I don't know that that's the case here. I mean, we're dancing around, the, you know, zero is nothing, right? Because there's mm-hmm. not going to be a tie. So uh, that's not a possibility. So we're, we're dancing pretty close. I, I my assumption is that they, they view that they would get more Philadelphia money, so they want you to pay a bit of a price. And I, I think for the most part what I hear on – we read a, a, a stat yesterday that somebody said that of experts in papers and, you know, on TV and all around, like something like 63% of them are picking the Philadelphia Eagles. If the public mimics that, then I think it's just a matter of trying to make sure that they don't get hit with a bunch of Eagles money uh, at the end or a bunch of public Eagles money on the, on the day of the game. But, you know, I, I think this is – I think the spread is right – but I'll say this: I think if you want some value, like if you, if you like Philadelphia, and, and for me, I'm you know I'm shockingly on the Kansas City side, but I'll have a little money on Kansas City minus six and a half and Kansas City minus nine and a half. And I think if you're if you're on the Eagles, you should probably do that as well. Spread a little bit that way because I think these teams are both really good on both sides of the ball. So that means if one defense has a day and the other one doesn't, then then you know you get a couple of takeaways. The offenses are good enough to capitalize if they get extra possessions. And so I think what is a really close matchup could also turn into like a, a 10, 13, 14-point difference sure. if just a couple of turnovers go one direction. Any wonky, you think wonky stuff will happen from a prop standpoint or maybe a big play in special teams that could occur? You know, uh, the Chiefs have not been good on special teams, so if you can uh-huh. find some action on giving up big kicks, uh, giving up a kick return of some sort, uh, they've had a problem with that. And, and they're, although the last couple of games it's been good, but they've had troubles with the snaps, or excuse me, with the uh, holds on field goals. And they've had a number of missed field goals, missed extra points. Tommy Townsend was yep. kind of struggling uh, with, with, with placing the ball. I, I would wonder if that would rear its head and if you can, you know, find one out there on missed, missed PATs, missed field goals. Uh, I think that would be a spot where you might be able to get some long odds on something that, that has a decent chance and has happened uh, throughout the course of the year. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Saran Petro, radio host, WHB in Kansas City. Your biggest concern, if you're on the Chiefs uh, in this game, is it the Eagles' you know, rushing attack hurts, how he can get out there and run as well? Uh, we talked about the offensive line versus their defensive line. Would it be the Eagles' secondary? Like, What bothers you the most here about this Eagles team? You know, I, I think Steve Spagnuolo likes to bring the blitz, and, and this is a good offensive line, and, and you know, they're, they're going to want to uh, – they don't have, like, an obvious weakness. Like, the Bengals' right tackle was a problem, and you knew you were going to see Chris mm-hmm. Jones out there a lot. Unless Lane Johnson's really compromised with the abductor uh, injury, where do they put Chris Jones? And if they're not getting a rush, do, do they get too blitz happy? I mean, I think that's maybe the Achilles heel for Steve Spagnuolo, that if you're not getting there, the answer is always to send more people, as opposed to maybe say, okay, let's – Let's drop eight, and let's just give up field goals because we'll, we'll trade threes for sevens uh, over the course of the day. Our offense is good enough to get us there. And so my fear would be that they have some, some – 
problems getting to the quarterback early on, and they start sending too many guys. That kind of happened against Buffalo when they lost to the Bills early in the year. They weren't getting there. They started getting worn down, and his answer was to just keep throwing more and more at it. And, and the Bills were able to, uh, you know, finally get out to a lead and then eventually hold on. So, you know, I, I think the Chiefs are actually a decent matchup. They're they're a, they're a top ten run defense. So I don't think the Eagles are going to run up and down the field. They're a lot faster than they were the last couple of years. Certainly against the Bucks, if, if somebody does break a run, they've got guys that can run people down. So every every time you break through the initial line, it's not 80 yards in a touchdown. It's 40 yards, and now you've still got a chance to hold them uh, to a field goal. So I think they're much more equipped. I think, you know, you mentioned to go back to what, what you, you said about the, you know, the pass rush of the Eagles. I think it's because people have, and rightfully so, the vision of the Bucks just, yep. you know, all over uh, Patrick Mahomes. And, and this offensive mm-hmm. line has been completely rebuilt from that. The interior three is very good. The right tackle is the biggest weakness. And probably Andrew Wiley on Hassan Reddick, if you want one matchup, that that's the scary yep. part. They're going to have to help there. Orlando Brown will get beat a couple of times, but he's at least solid at left tackle, at least big and physical, not real athletic. And so the edges are, are a problem. But, uh, you know, overall, I think this is a, a, a much more even matchup on the 2-53 to 53 than people realize. And, you know, I, I wonder how – we haven't seen Jalen Hurts have a big day since he came back throwing the football. And everyone's talking about the ankle of Patrick Mahomes. I think a little more conversation should be had about the shoulder of Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying he can't do it, but he hasn't done it since he came back, and and I think that could be a bigger point than people realize. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Seren Petro, great host, WHB Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. Thank you, sir. Good luck with the bets on Sunday. Yep, you too, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Great job. Up next, Joe Fortenbaugh is going to join us from ESPN's Daily Wager. He's a Philly guy, Paulie. How does he try to not have that way on his handicap of this game? We'll ask him that coming up here live in Phoenix for the Super Bowl on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you, Godfather. Everything going on at Bet Rivers, over 500 different ways to bet the game, all the props, all the house specials. Same game parlay, bet and get live, bet and get, and the squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money by playing their squares. $10 or more in qualifying bets. Square on the house. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. We are closing strong here. Final hour of uh, this show being in Phoenix for the Super Bowl. And Joe Fortenbaugh joins the program now. ESPN's Daily Wager. Good to talk to you again, pal. It's been a long time. How are you? Gentlemen, it's been a while, but if we're going to catch up, I can't think of a better way to do it with the Super Bowl on the horizon. I'm doing fantastic. I'd ask how you're doing, but you're down in Arizona, so I'd have to imagine it's been a great time. Yeah, it's been a good couple of days here, no doubt about it. I always love coming to these events. Let me ask you this. You're a Philly guy. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin, so you know I grew up the entire time watching Green Bay, and as I've gotten older... I have grown more pessimistic as I've watched this organization turn into what it is. And I, I'm, I'm always looking to, like, fade Green Bay more than anything else, right? I'm so negative towards them. So how do you try to not have that, the fact that you are a Philly guy, weigh on your mind when you handicap this game? Yeah, I'm more in your camp than the other camp. I know a lot of people, anytime I'm on Philly, and I was on them through the first two playoff games against the Giants and the Niners, people look at me and they call me a homer, and I can understand that naturally. But the reality is, between the Sixers and the Flyers and the Phillies and Penn State and the Eagles, you're going to find me betting against those teams more often than I'm betting on them. Like, I can tell you right now, the Sixers are going out in the second round of the playoffs. Happens every year. (laughs) Go ahead and bet it right now. That's how it's going down. I might as well get something out of it. So coming into this game, it, it's, I'm not letting it cloud my judgment. Sure, I'd love to see him win, but if I'm going to play the side and I'm going to have a position, it's just not a big one, you're not going to find me siding because I really like what I've seen from Philly this year. I'm well aware of their deficiencies as I am where they're strong. Okay. We have to, uh, walk me through this now. Take us through the offensive game plan, and from a prop standpoint, who eats? I mean, from, is it an A.J. Brown game? Does Goddard go off? Is it all about Sanders? How do you see it playing out? 
So here's what it comes down to for Philadelphia. If, if, if Jalen Hurts can access the middle of the field, then Philly's going to be able to score. They're going to be able to run their offense. You're going to have your big numbers probably from A.J. Brown as well, right? Um, that was the big change between two years ago and this season. Hurts couldn't throw the ball over the middle of the field. So credit the Eagles. They go out in free agency, or I should say a trade on draft day, and they bring in A.J. Brown and they give him a $100 million contract because he's one of the best receivers in the business at going over the middle. And now suddenly the offense hits another stride. But if you look at Hurts post-injury, the numbers have fallen off. And if you look at the game against San Francisco two weeks ago, he was just chucking that ball down the sideline in the second half. He was not going over the middle of the field. I think the pressure had gotten to him in that game, and I think he understood the situation with the injuries on the other side, that he didn't want to take a lot of shots or take a lot of risks. He was not good in that game. That's a story that got buried. Everybody was so focused on everything else, no one talked about how lousy he was throwing the ball. So if Kansas City takes away the middle of the field, watch out. And I think that's one of the reasons why you've seen his passing prop come down. I mean, that was up around 247.5. I'm seeing it down around 239. So what I would say mm-hmm. from a Philly player prop perspective, I like Kenneth Gainwell in this game. All right, He's their top featured back in the backfield in terms of the passing game. And Kansas City has struggled against running backs coming out of the backfield this year. Uh, second most targets allowed, most receptions, fourth most receiving yards. So gain well over one and a half receptions, gain well over 11 and a half receiving yards are two I like. If I was going to focus on one of the receivers, it would be Devontae Smith. But to your original question on the side and how this thing plays out, if I'm making a bet, I'll be honest, I would play Kansas City in this game. I look at Philadelphia's defense, and I know everyone says, oh, my God, look at the metrics. Number one, pasty. Number one, pressure rate. Okay. Let, let, let's also take a look at who they've played. And I see four games, four teams they've played this year that ranked in the top ten in scoring. I saw Detroit hang 35 on them. That's one of those teams. I saw Dak Prescott hang 40 on them. That's one of those teams. Now, Jacksonville and Minnesota are the other two. Those were home games. They shut them down. But I, I, I think the defense is good, not great. I'll say that. I do find myself with Andy Reid having two weeks to get ready, willing to play the Chiefs before I play the Eagles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, clearly now you're making the case for the Chiefs. And if they win the game, is it going to be – can you envision a 20-17 to 17 Chiefs win, or is it going to be closer to that total where it's at right now hovering around 51? Okay, so this is where, like, the least of all my conviction is. We all have our props, our MVP bets, our side bets. I, I, the total originally I was leaning under. I thought it would be a lower-scoring game because if you're Kansas City, my thought process is why not attack Philly on the ground? Their Achilles heel has been their run defense, and if you're able to run the ball, if you're able to milk some of the clock, you keep Hurts and the Eagles on the sideline. You know, sometimes, as everyone says, the best defense is a good offense, so let Mahomes win the game by slowing down the clock. But then you realize they're probably going to pressure him a little bit. And, and even if the Eagles struggle offensively, like what's the floor for them in this game? Okay, do we see them scoring 10 points outside of an injury? The Chiefs are, the Chiefs are going to be competent on defense, but they're not going to be a lead on defense. And that's what gives me pause when it comes to the under. Because I do think, A, the Eagle defense is overrated. B, that overrated defense is going against a great head coach and quarterback. And then C, do we see the Chiefs shutting down Philly? So I find myself leaning more to the over because I just can't find myself in a spot where Philly's scoring 14 points in this game. Like, they're going to break some plays. They're going to get some drives going at some point. Kansas City's not that good on that side of the ball. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Joe Fortenball from ESPN's Daily Wager. It sounds to me like you might also have a Patrick Mahomes MVP bet uh, uh, in pocket. Would that be accurate? Yeah, absolutely. If you like him to win the game, considering what? The Chiefs are plus 105 on the money line. you got to get yep. involved with Mahomes as the MVP as well. I don't see a whole lot of scenarios playing out where the Chiefs win mm. and he doesn't get the award, especially with all the injuries at the wide receiver position. I think the other side is where it's more intriguing. I do see a path to different MVP winners if the Eagles get it done. I know Miles Sanders yes. has been pretty popular. He could find the end zone. What worries me is that I think you're going to see more of game 
well in this game than people realize. So that would cut into what Sanders wants to do, and he doesn't contribute a lot in the passing game. I think Devontae Smith is someone to keep an eye on, and then I always like to play at least a couple long shots on the defensive side. A lot of people will always tell you, well, the defenders never win. I don't care. It's the Super Bowl. I want some moonshots. I'm not going to sit here playing everything minus 110 both ways. I'm going to try to make a score. So Hassan Reddick's been popular. Josh Sweat, I've seen him upwards of 200 to 1. That's a double-digit sack guy. And think of it like this. If Philly wins and that defense, and I'm wrong, and that defense wrecks this game, all right, they wrecked it against the Niners. I wouldn't be surprised if the voters decided they wanted to reward that side of the ball, especially if Mm. Hurts and Sanders and Brown and Smith and Goddard are all putting up good numbers. You might look to the defense and try to reward somebody over there. So Josh Sweat is a big number. Reddick 35-1. to I'd be keeping an eye on some guys like that. Can you expand on your answer on Gainwell and what you expect? What do you think he can do in terms of carries, yards, uh, receiving, rushing? Well, passing-wise, they've got him out there at one-and-a-half receptions and 11-and-a-half receiving yards, and I know it's juiced to the over, but again, there's, there's two factors to this. He's a great change of pace back, and when it comes to Miles Sanders, I know they like to feature him more in the running game. He doesn't have great vision. If you look at this offense when they run the read option and the offensive line is blow, are blowing these holes wide open, Sanders leaves yards on the table because he doesn't necessarily look to the second and third level of the defense. He gets through it. Yes, and he's a little bit more physical, but he doesn't have the vision that Gainwell has. And you can use Gainwell in the receiving game as well. That's what it comes down to. He's been a good pass catcher, and at the same time, that's where Kansas City's weak. Like when you're playing the Niners and those linebackers, that's the fastest linebacking unit in the NFL. But against the Chiefs, opposing running backs, and the fantasy guys out there know this, have put up good numbers against them all season long. So I'd be looking at a guy like Gainwell. He's 18 to 1 to score the first TD, and he's got good prices on an anytime TD as well. I'd be getting involved in those markets. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Joe Fortenbaugh. Catch him on ESPN's Daily Wager. Uh, Thanks for the time today. We really appreciate that. It's been too long. Let's grab a beer sometime in Vegas, huh? Yeah, boys. Listen, it's a pleasure to come on with you. You guys are doing the Lord's work. I know what morning radio is like. I have no idea how you two are still standing based on the hours you work. But God bless you. Have fun down there. I'll see you back here in Vegas soon. All right, buddy. Be good. Thank you. There you go. Joe Formbaugh. Too Love, kind. Love the energy. Yeah. Yep. Wind them up and go. So we're very similar then. He, he, you're right, because when, when it's known that you – you're from a state or the that you've way. liked the team, right? Well, I was the same uh, way with the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when you give them out. No, but you should, yeah, yeah. this is where you study the team. hundred percent. When they're going to get beat. I yes. agree with them on the Sixers, too, though, as well. But yeah. Uh, yeah. phenomenal breakdown. Mike Tenna was also up with the Sarin Petro interview with the special teams issues with the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. You know, missed extra, missed, missed extra point plus 330, two missed field goals plus 550, and on and on and on I'll and on. I'll tell you what. We've had multiple people reach out today on Twitter and on email saying, guys, you need to attack this part of the prop betting. Uh, And I think it it raises a really good point for various reasons. We'll tell you what that is, and we will run down our final in-pocket plays coming up next year and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Quarterback was on coke if his girlfriend was not These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. All right, here we go. Wake up, pocket plays. Uh, last edition of it here, live in Phoenix from Media Row for the Super Bowl. Here's what I did while I opened up six or seven betting accounts in Arizona and got got the bonuses and the no sweat bets and whatever you want to call them, uh, the matches. I put 250 bucks on Dallas Goddard, 12 to one for the first touchdown. That was the match at one book. I put 500 on the Canucks Rangers goal in the first 10 the other night, minus 175. That was a winner. Hello. Because we're leaving today after the show. I also need to probably withdraw some because I don't want to leave it in here. We're on vacation next week. So, oh, uh, no, no, no. You're good. 20-minute drive, A&W. No, I'm not going to make it to Arizona anytime soon again. 25-minute drive. For who? When you live in Henderson? Well, it's an hour for me. A&W. You're a complete lunatic. <laughs> Uh, I put 250 on one of these bets on Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP, plus 130. A golf bet, Indy Jeff, like Tom Kim, I put 100 on him. Uh-huh. It was a match bet at 28 to 1. I put 1,000 on Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown, plus 120. Yeah? And then the other winner <clears throat> was 1,000 on LeBron the other night. Took over 32 and a half points. Yeah, ice cream. So that got there. And again, I tried to make another, I did make a bet eventually, and I tried to get it on Kelsey 3-1 to one for the first Chief, Chiefs touchdown. Rejected. Uh, it's the Super Bowl. Uh, what are we doing here, folks? You have to deposit that much money and that place big. that big of a bet to get a free bet. Nope, but I can't put it down on what... Yesterday was a rough uh, day. I'm astonished. Rough day yesterday, huh? No nap, no sleep. Deadline didn't live up to the hype. I wanted uh-huh. to go to Whataburger. The Uber driver didn't speak English. I go, I'll buy you lunch. Let's just go. And uh, he couldn't understand. He dropped me off at the hotel. You gotta Can't go- catch a break. Your scenario. Uh, no sleep. You, you got to go to Google Translate. Yeah. I, what you got to do. Uh, that. So those are the new plays that I made here while in Arizona. A uh, bunch of pending. Shortest touchdown. Under one and a half. Minus 160. Winner. Very good. Cash that ticket. First touchdown score, jersey number over 11.5 plus 110. Winner, loser, what do I got there? I don't know. That's a tough call. Opening kick. Let's start it off right, huh? Opening kickoff touchdown plus 155. Let's hit a winner there. Kenneth Gainwell, I'm with uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, our other buddy, Paul Charchian, over 10.5 receiving yards, and Gainwell to score anytime plus 350, plus 375 in that range. Can you imagine if it's a monster game for him? No, I can't. Because 18 it's to one, be, yeah, first touch, 17 to 1, most rushing yards. Yeah. The anytime touchdown. It'll wow. be a great day for me. That if would he does. be something. All right. Yeah. And uh, you're right with Charge as well. All right. Let's dance again. Will there be a two point attempt? Yes, plus 105. Mahomes' first pass incomplete. Yes. Hurts' first pass incomplete. Yes, plus 175. Missed PAT, plus 355. First touchdown, non passing, plus 145. Drive to start inside the five-yard line. No. Minus 110. That's it, Cirque and Will Hill both. Okay. Time of possession. Eagles, yes. Minus 145. Under five and a half sacks. Under interceptions. Uh, over fourth down conversions in the game. BTTS every quarter. Six to one. 
over players to attempt a pass. Two and a half. Let's go over. Plus 135. I think that's everything. Okay. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Uh, Rihanna, first song. Let's go. Uh, please don't stop the music. Let's go with that, too. Uh, for the hockey. Now, Vancouver, 26-2 and two run, goal in the first 10. I cannot believe that was a yeah, loser last vicious night. Vicious beat. There were four goals scored in the first period last night, but they were all after the 10-minute mark. So now 26-2 and two on the season. They're in Detroit early Saturday morning. As far as the other uh, trend with hockey, the uh, teams were off the rest as opposed to no rest, and it's been nails the last couple of years. It's 2-1 and one so far. Seven examples, seven teams in action Saturday, and I think they're all on the road. They are. Calgary, Edmonton, Rangers, Islanders, Arizona, Chicago, Pittsburgh. Thanks to Jonathan Davis for that, too. Those are the teams you play on right. with this hockey angle, with the rest, no rest. If you want to do that kind of thing, this is the angle that Mike Palm hit that uh, eight-team round robin with a handful of years ago. That paid a lot of money. Doesn't mean it's going to come in again this weekend, but it's been a pretty strong well, angle over the years. Two and one, and right, the, the one that lost was a big favorite. Wanted to give you this. Also up on the VSIN website. Uh, great job by producer Stephanie. She does one of the uh, afternoon shows here on the network. She's been doing this now down the stretch, putting together all these first touchdown angles. So she went back and looked at the entire history of the Super Bowl. Do you realize that the first TD has only occurred on the game's opening drive four times in the history of this sport? Only four times. Yeah. And when you dig a little bit deeper, it has not been scored on the opening drive in 15 consecutive championship games. That goes back to the 07 game. No touchdown opening drive. Of the 56 Super Bowls, 42 of them were won by the team who found the end zone first. And to even break it down in more recent years, 11 of the last 12 Super Bowls featured the winning team as the team that scored the first touchdown. The Eagles have scored the game's first touchdown 13 times this year. The Chiefs did it 12 times. But, I mean, if you believe in this kind of stuff, in play, once the team scores the first touchdown, I would also, I wouldn't be doing that. But, uh, if you also like a side in this game, you're going to get a better number in play, right? Because it's basically, I mean, it's a one and a half point spread. So if you want to wait, if, you're, if you have the patience and you just want to bet the team, hoping that the other side will score first, you're going to get a better number than where it's at right now. But that can be a little dangerous. Are we missing anything? Other different ways to attack this? Props we haven't mentioned. Anything? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, email here, ftm at vcin.com. On Twitter, at vcin live, at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. We've had numerous people reach out today to, to, uh, to say, guys, how about the penalties over 10.5 and, a half and the, the penalty yards over, which is up around 85.5. Don't forget, it's Carl Sheffer's as the lead official here. But it's an all-star crew, though. Yeah, it's an all-star crew. So you never know which way that could go. Not to, how about I don't like Gad the way they do that. How about Goodell this week? Officiating's never been better. <laughs> Raj. Well, it, Come you on, know, Raj. Here's the thing. The, the, uh, officials in this league could get, like, they could be immaculate, and people are still going to have a major issue with it. Well, it, it was a shame it happened on the big stage in the AFC title game, what happened. Yeah. And five blown calls in one sequence. That's really bad. Which what, hap uh, which what transpired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I would, you know, it was uh, Sarin Petro saying this. If you like a side to take alternate numbers as well, like he's going to lay Chiefs minus six and a half and uh, minus nine and a half. Yeah, there's certainly an angle. Like if this is a, a, a 10 or a 13 point game at the end of it. It could be close the entire way, but a team scores to make it a two, two score lead. I could see that happening. I think the quarterbacks will be clean. I think you could see special teams boo-boos and, and wide receivers putting it on the ground. That's where I, I, I could see something there. Like who do you trust for the Chiefs right. wide receivers? Like that specific group. I, I don't. Once the draft happened with the blackjack tournament, I, I was really intently watching these chief games, and they're just silly turnovers. Yeah. You know, Schuster, Tony, I think there was an end-around play with Schuster. There was special teams stuff on the punt return dropping it. Right. You know, um, yeah, that, that's it's certainly been a problem all year. So, and Seren knows about that, covering the team with the special teams issue. So he cashed some big tickets on that, too. If something can transpire, uh, I, I think it, I think it basically shakes down to a, a pretty damn good Super Bowl.
both these teams are. I mean, they have 16 wins sure. on the year. I still, the matchup here. I, I still love Russo. I don't like the game, Mike. I got, I got, I'm chiefed out. I'm chiefed out. I can't do it. Chiefed out. Eagle fans are all over me, Mike. Can't do it. Five years. It's been a five-year yeah, run. He's chiefed out. That's incredible to yeah, me. Who knows? Maybe it's not as sexy a game as we think. But I. Well, I mean. Well, who knows? It could be. You never know what could, would transpire on Sunday. Well, did you, did you think Chiefs Buccaneers was going to be that big no, of a blowout? You're right. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No well, doubt about it. Once the game started, you saw it coming. Ken, Dez, oh yeah, Dustin, Nails, unbelievable week. The whole what a crew. setup here. The setup's amazing. Man. Yeah, great job, guys. Thanks to everyone at DraftKings. Thanks to uh, Culver's, it was great. <laughs> Couldn't do Whataburger, Pizzeria Bianco. Yeah, it's the spot. Very good. Yep. I would say definitely solid. Worth going to, no doubt about it. This is a good city. It's a fun city. Yeah. A lot of stuff to do. Yeah, if you're hanging out here this entire week and you're going to go check out the golf today or tomorrow, yeah. uh, it's, it, what is it, a top five, top eight city in the whole country? It's they, massive. They really have embraced the betting, too. It's all over. Good job. It's all over Downtown, the entire right. city. You got, what do you have? The, you have the uh, NBA and the, and the baseball. Uh, baseball right across from each other. Then you see the Caesars book, and there's another book, too. I can't remember. I saw another book, though, as well. Yeah. Good for them. Yep. And uh, by the way, Marshall's coming up today. Gil Alexander, he's next, a numbers game. He's not down here. He's back at uh, South Point. After him, Lombardi line back down here. Um, other shows are down here today as well. VEASAN Final Countdown. And also Sean King, Tim Murray. Uh, Sean is going to be down here doing his show this afternoon as well. So enjoy it, man. Good luck with the We're going to be back on Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, uh, previewing the game one more time. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you then. We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.